2nd of January, the Sharks are back. Please watch on Sony Entertainment Television, also stream it on Sony Live. Anupam Mittal, a man who's achieved iconic status in India, courtesy Shadi.com, and some other very vital investments that he, he's made, joins me on the show. How are you doing? Wonderful to see you. I'm doing great. Great to see you. Today I get to meet you. So it's more of a joy for me. Thank you very much. India has more unicorns now than ever before. India has more startups than ever before. The Make in India story is very, very bright. I, I love the fact that the current generation today is not obsessing about Western European cars and says, uh -huh. I can buy a Mahindra or a Tata. Not obsessing about airports and saying, I will buy a boat. Uh -huh. Need not necessarily go to foreign dating apps, but come on to Shadi.com and do it a traditional yet modern wave. Uh -huh. You must be incredibly proud to be at the forefront of this, seeing everything that's happening around you, especially young people who want to start their own businesses. Yeah, yeah I think it's a great point you made. But there's something else underlying it, right? It is not just that a new generation has taken birth and they are suddenly super nationalistic and they will use our products only and not use foreign products. I think what's also happened is our products have come of age. Our services have come of age. Our entrepreneurs have come of age. You know, like I always say, India has been a land that has had very little opportunity. If you look at our history, traditionally we've always been entrepreneurs at small scale. We've been traders. Right. We've had our own businesses. We've never been characterized with large companies with millions of employees, right? Like the West is. But in the last, you know, couple of hundred years, if you look at our history, we became an impoverished nation. And that opportunity, the constraints just increased in everything. And those generations grew up with a mentality of scarcity. And they didn't have Opportunities. So, where opportunities dikhi, wherever Indians found opportunity, they went ahead and became the best at it. You think about it. Doctors, best in the yeah. world. Yeah. Engineers, best in the world. Silicon Valley engineers, entrepreneurs there. Now, the entrepreneurs, because people have recognized that we too can get funded and the ecosystem has now been created in India for VC investments and P investment and it's here to stay. We now have an infrastructure where people can dream of building new companies, building new products which are world-class in nature right and therefore you have a new generation that has not been exposed to a lot of these foreign brands and they don't need to be right today for example I'll just use an example I'm in the market to buy an SUV for my little daughter who goes to school and she needs to be taken to a bunch of places and I was looking at all these imported cars you know seven-seaters especially with the kids and mother and nanny and this and that sometimes we need a lot of space I was amazed that the Mahindra XUV Fantastic. 700 is one third of the price of some of these Thank iconic you. named cars. And what I love is Anand drives it himself. The, <laughs> the quality you sit inside yeah. is more plush than plush. Well, SUVs are generally not luxurious yeah. unless you want to spend a couple of crores. But this car is hands down the winner. Like I wouldn't think I'd be endorsing somebody's product like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I was telling my wife, I mean, do we just want to pay that much more for a badge? For a badge yeah. This car does it all. So I think today their infrastructure and ecosystem is there that we can actually build the best products in the world and be the top entrepreneurs in the world. So why just Indians consuming Indian brands? My bet is in the next 10 years, the world will be consuming Indian sure. brands. Sure, yes, right. yes, it's a great answer. In Shark Tank, there's the entertainment of it and there's the business of it. As an entrepreneur, business is what you do every single day of your life. 
you're thrown into this this cauldron where there's a lot of entertainment. <laughs> there are show producers who also want to keep the entertainment quotient high. How are you mindful enough to keep the right balance between entertainment and entrepreneurship, especially when people are making a pitch and you have to uh, give a reaction. Sometimes you have to mentor them. It's not an easy <laughs> thing to do. I mean, if it's pure business, I would have said, yeah. it's like a bayahat ka khel for you. You know, but, uh, yeah, but then you have been boring. See, I always say, right, if you want to educate somebody, you first have to engage them. Sure, yeah. You can't, I can't educate you if I can't engage you. And to engage you, I have to entertain you. Right. And so the first part of the job was already done when the producers and the directors selected us. Right. So obviously they chose and they made their choices based on that factor. Because you can't force yourself to be an entertainer if you're not naturally sure. have that slant. So I think they chose very well. And, you know, as they say, be brave and be good and heavenly forces will come to your aid. When you go out and try to do something that has never been done before, somehow the chemistry also just fit right in, right? Lots of fights, lots of fights for deals, but finally becoming friends at the end of the deal. I think that keeps the positive energy alive. So you can keep the entertainment, ragging each other, going at each other, knowing fully well that at the end of the day, when nobody's gonna hold it in their hearts. If we had translated that into something negative, Right, which has also happened in the past, yeah, but yeah. you know, it doesn't matter anymore. Then that creates a very heavy atmosphere. And then it becomes harder to entertain, right? Because you become so careful about stepping sure. on each other's yeah, shoes yeah. that you're walking on eggshells. And the most entertainment comes not from insulting a founder, right? I think that's just cheap. That's bullying, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you're in a seat that you can do it, you do it. No, I think the real entertainment comes for the audience when we fight amongst ourselves for a deal. That's what the audience loves seeing, right? And that's the right thing to do. And so I think you've taken six type A personalities, yeah. put them in a room, put a game out there for them to go after, and said, you know, go after it. And all of us are colorful in some form or the other. And you know, it's going to automatically end up giving you entertainment and engagement and education. Well said. You've set up Shadi.com. There have been some interesting acquisitions, Maj, Makan. Yeah. It's incredible, but the true power of an entrepreneur is also knowing when to exit. Yeah. <laughs> How good are you at that? Actually, and you have exited a few. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, that's something I have to get better at. I think I'm okay at it. As an investor, I would rate myself maybe 7, 8 out of 10. As somebody, as an exit, maybe 4 out of 10. I rate myself poorly because I have such an optimistic view of the world, right? Maybe because I'm wearing rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> but I, I just have such an optimistic view of the world that I, a lot of times I assume nothing can go wrong, right? And that's probably not very wise. I've already built and lost it all twice and I certainly don't want it to happen the third time. So I'm training myself to be a better cash-out guy. I've done it many times. My IRR on my realized investments yeah. is industry beating, right? It's 48% wow. over 12 years. So I've done very well, but I could have done far better if I had kept my head about me when the time was right. But I'm learning from it. You're not going to get everything right all the time. But if you learn the lessons and hopefully adhere to the lessons, and I'm talking to myself <laughs> when I say that, then you'll come out uh, at some time. A couple of lifestyle yeah. questions before we yeah. get back into the business. A travel destination you went to uh, recently or off late, maybe with Archal yourself, yeah. your lovely daughter, and you said, wow, you know, Anupam, I can be here. 
recently. <laughs> uh, we just, where did we go? Or maybe after the pandemic. We just went to Portugal. We didn't spend any time in Lisbon. We went, I'm forgetting the name of the place now, but for whatever reason, I have bad short-term memory sometimes. But it was, we just land, we didn't even land in Lisbon. We never went to Lisbon. From London, we took a flight to this place. It's a well-known place. I'm just not getting it in my head right now. But, you know, one of our friends actually owns a hill in this place. How beautiful. So he's got three, four houses on the hill and him and his lovely German wife and their two kids and me, my wife and my little daughter, we spent a week there. And it was incredible. It was so beautiful. I was blown away by the Portuguese, so hospitable. And amazingly, a bunch of people recognized me there from Shark Tank. I thought it was, you know, constrained to India, maybe Dubai. There's maybe a bit Portugal. of Goa and Portugal and a bit of Portugal and oh, Goa. There you go. That's probably <laughs> it. But I thought Dubai, may, London, may, you know, everybody recognize you. But Portugal, I didn't expect it. So, uh, you know, one, somebody we met there invited us to his palatial home on top of another hill. Wow. Uh, and he had a full staff of people, you know, and they all recognized me and they wanted to click selfies. And he was like, dude, who are you? <laughs> So Portugal was beautiful. We went to Disney, France for the first time. With oh, you don't have to that. Magical, <laughs> magical, magical for her. I got pitched in a roller coaster, but oh. that's another story. A gig that you went to, maybe when you were in college in Boston, a concert, a rock concert, pop concert, EDM gig that you went to, which you still think of and say, whoa, this was such a great concert, a gig. In college. So I'll tell you one thing that remains. So there are two actually, right? One, it was not gig per se, but since you spoke about EDM specifically, I don't know, have you heard of this club called Ministry of Sound? Of course. Of course, right? It's uh, legendary. It's they release their own albums, yeah. yeah. Mm. But Ministry of Sound, this is back in the 1990s when Ministry of Sound was at the pinnacle of clubs and gigs. And I remember that one night, my buddy took me to Ministry of Sound in London and I had never experienced something like that. I was just beside myself. I was practically inside the speaker, if you can do that. And I mean, the level of sound and music was something I've never experienced before or after. So that was a memorable one. The other one for me, again, because you spoke about EDM, my friends, I was living in the US then, but they used to go to Goa a lot. And there was a place called Paradiso, which my friends used to own and run, Jay and Ness and these guys, right? So. Whenever I used to come down in December, we used to go out to Goa and some of these world-class DJs, you know, some legendary ones like Goa, Gill and all these guys to come and play there. And it was just mind-blowing to a different level, right? You don't need to be high, you don't need to be drinking. Just the music and the energy is enough to take you to a different planet. You don't even need Elon Musk. Beautiful. <laughs> What's more important, wealth creation or employment? I mean, it must be so meaningful for you to see hoardings on, on buses and bus shelters in the US and the UAE and India. You've built a global business. Yeah. Is I am employing so many people or responsible for employment yeah. more important or is the wealth creation more important? It's a great question. You know, I think beyond a certain point, wealth becomes a way to keep score. Right, because ultimately you need a metric in terms of how well you're doing. Well said, yeah. Right, and it becomes one less thing to worry about. But beyond that, it has no role to play. If you start chasing wealth for the sake of wealth, believe me, you believe me, everybody who's watching, it will prove very elusive. But 
if you chase a purpose and you dedicate a good part of your life to it then wealth will automatically pursue you so i think wealth for the sake of wealth is not something that is attractive beyond a certain point i think inspiring people to do what they are you know since you asked about wealth ultimately that's a proxy for another question right mm. what you are trying to understand is what is success correct you're right, right? Yeah. in a way and to me i think once you get past all the money and all of that success is ultimately about time because the one thing we have least of is time yeah. uh, it's the most scarce thing that you have and most of us are slaves to time if you can make time your slave meaning you spend your time with the people you love to spend your time with you spend your time most of the time not every time doing the things that you love to right i think that is more important and if i can inspire people to do that and do that for myself then i think it's a life worth living whether that is in employment generating employment whether it is creating more entrepreneurs via funding and via shark tank or whether it is simply through people who i inspire because if a lot of people who have been given the privilege many of us in our country do waqt ki roti mein milti hai to you have to work just to feed yourself yeah. but many others have the privilege to do whatever they want and if you have that privilege then you must pursue things you can become great at because if you become great at it you'll really leave a mark on the world and you know ultimately that's the definition of success spend your time doing what you love and the people you love beautiful second of january 10 pm 10 pm and really anupam and this entire mentor cast of shark tank i really look forward to seeing them at their best thank you very much thank Cheers. you man it was great chatting appreciate it thank you